You know what I like? Um, mixing milk and vinegar at the same time. Not even a little bit, but you're close. Okay. What what I'm thinking about is I like the combination of having a good time, kind of having an online community of people kind of hubbing together, but doing it for a greater good and kind of just thinking beyond ourselves and working for the collective of not only our country, but humanity as a whole. And so is this like so far... I don't know. I'm I'm probably getting the wrong idea, but it's like, <laughs> it's like community, mm, having yes. a good time. Yes. Yep. Higher, bigger picture. So I'm yep. picturing like mm-hmm. a Zoom call where everyone's taking ecstasy, but <laughs> it's also a Bible study, and so there's a higher purpose. Well, but again, I'm, I feel like that's maybe not it. Maybe not it. What I'm referring to is our live stream, which happened a few days ago. And oh shit! I missed yeah. that. How was it? <laughs> it was so good. What so happened? Many people, well, so many people turned out. We had a hoot as a community. Everyone that, you know, commented and participated and the people that guested. And also just the people that were so generous with their time, but also their their donations. And we reached our goal and we actually passed our goal. And we By raised, 130 freaking dollars yeah, we passed that goal. We raised a lot of money for Food Banks Canada. So thank you everyone who donated, who spent time with us, who were on the show with us. Thank you everyone who was involved. It was great in every aspect. Thank you for showing us um, that we have a platform in which we're able to help people. Yes, um, yes. You know, and uh, I think it just, I think it speaks volume not to us and what we did, um, but it speaks volumes to our our movie men and movie women community. Yes, um, yes. And so that's that's exciting. It is exciting. It is. How is your stomach feeling though? Like we. So for those of you who missed yeah, it, yeah. Um, you can go watch the five hour live stream on our <laughs> Facebook feed. Um, we eat. Um, straight garlic we eat hot peppers we take shots of vinegar um, we do all kinds of of pretty crazy things as we meet uh, mm-hmm. meet our markers to be honest I felt okay the weirdest thing my throat from I think the biggest thing that hit me was the garlic and my throat just felt weird it wasn't really? sore it wasn't it was just I can't describe it it was just a weird sensation like like phlegmy almost or almost not quite but i think it was close to that and just okay i think it was just maybe a combo of everything like the spiciness had just kind of left its mark and the garlic was just still lingering around and the vinegar was doing its thing and but either way you're alive i am alive i think in my case the worst thing was actually once we were all said and done i Mm. used mouthwash and i think i think the hot and the garlic and the vinegar, like, I don't know, opened up some some pores in my mouth or something. <laughs> Anyways, it was just, it was not a good, it was like sure. worse than brushing your teeth and then drinking orange juice. Right. It was it was like five times worse than that. Right. So. It, it didn't seem, I watched you do it and it didn't seem pleasant. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. let's, uh, let's move onward. Yes. Oh, oh, hey, I see what you did there. I've been sitting on that all day. Mm-hmm, I bet. Just waiting like For a good reason. It's a good, egg. It's a good planned pun. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, this is our Sunday night episode, and we are reviewing, sorry, the 2020 film Onward, which was released on streaming services for reasons of COVID. Unless you don't live, I mean, it's a Sunday night episode if you live within a certain time zone. (laughs) It could be a Sunday morning episode. And in fact, it could be like a Saturday afternoon episode, couldn't it? Uh, or like, I think it could be a like a Sunday, sorry, a Monday morning episode. A Monday morning episode, just by like depending if you were like a couple minutes late, to like for the release, and like it would be like literally like before one a.m. Which I mean, I think is definitely you know how better to end a weekend. And how better to start a week? So either oh, way, yes, we've got you covered. Yes, you know yes. it's the grand finale of your weekend, or it's the sweet, savory little <laughs> rosebud at the start of your week that that kind of cushions the fact that <laughs> the bullshit has begun again, and you must yes. return to work. Oh, yes. So, well, well, let's anyways, get into it. Let's let's onward. get into it. I've got a couple trivia questions to start off here. Okay. The first is, it's, I guess it's considered trivia. It's more like how well were you paying attention during one scene of the film? But like, I just really want to ask you it. Okay. Okay. What was the leaf count on tree number seven in scene 24? Uh, 400 and like, it's like autumn. And so mm-hmm. some of them, yes. it's it's not a full bloom, right? Um, I think four hundred and thirty-seven was was what I counted. Yeah, it was four thirty-five. Ah, oh, damn! See, it's yeah. a panning shot, and so when yeah. when you well, when you pause it, it's yeah. it, it's a little bit blurry, <laughs> and you can't tell in a couple of cases is that right. one leaf or is, is that it two? two like two is or is that yeah. one blurry leaf like exactly what, yeah. or is the leaf okay, kind of like split in half or something i'm okay with that though i uh, yeah. for for a guess i feel i'm okay with that <laughs> okay so here's the actual observation trivia question here that wasn't what? it that was not it i felt so good i felt so good about that <laughs> don't give me something like that and then just yank it away just take damn away it. damn it okay Pete. So, so there's there was a restaurant called the burger shire mm. what was the name of the special at the burger shire Oh God! I don't know. I I honestly don't know. That's okay. but it wouldn't surprise me if it's something uh, like the, I I felt like there was a couple of heavily influenced by Lord of the Rings moments yes. in this movie. Yes. Um, and so it wouldn't surprise me if it's something of that nature. Right. So I will give you a half point because that's fair. Um, there were a lot of Lord of the Rings references in this film, but. Uh, they were specifically on their sign at the Burgershire said now serving second breakfast and I got a hoot out of that. Nice. Yeah. That's um, that's not even that's not even a subtle Lord of the Rings reference. No. That one's just that one's just blatantly in your face. Yeah, it's not like the the Mountain Dew spin-off kind of pop that they had that was uh, i think it was like mount doom or something so right uh, yeah or, or or even like even at the beginning when um they're they're retelling the history of of the town mm. and um and there's a wizard who's fending off a dragon 
but it's a very like you shall not pass Balrog kind <laughs> right, of right, right. You know, right. back to the the pits that yeah, yeah, spawned you. Um, so the second and final question is, thank this. God, <laughs> what a marathon to get through these, <laughs> including this film onward. Mm-hmm. How many Pixar films feature no humans? Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Let's, mm-hmm. this is going to okay. take some, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Toy Story has people. Yes. A Bug's Life I d- haven't seen in forever. Okay. Um, but I do think, I think maybe there's some people given, I think maybe there's like a, a cutaway to like a gag. Mm. Where there's like like it zooms way out just to give you scale or something. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like maybe not people with spoken lines, but still people. Hmm. Okay. Um. Um. Toy Story Two has people. Oh yeah. So many um, people. Finding Nemo has people. Mm-hmm. Monsters Inc. has people. Mm, yes. The Incredibles has people. Yes. Wally has people. I wouldn't know. Haven't seen it. Up has people. Yep. Yeah. Ratatouille has people. Mm hmm. The Good have you Dinosaur. S- have, you s- have you seen Ratatouille? No. Okay. Uh, the Good Dinosaur has people. Okay. Okay. Which I also haven't seen, but I've seen the, the, the trailer. Sure. Uh, Toy Story three has people. Toy Story four has people. Finding mm-hmm. Dory has people. Yes. Incredibles right. two has people. Okay. Uh, Coco has people. Hmm. Inside Out has people. The hmm. only other one, and I don't know because I've seen the first one, and um, and it was almost as bad as Lost in Translation, but. <laughs> Would would be the Cars movie. I don't think oh, there are any people. It has in to be cars. way worse uh, than oh, Lost Brave. in Translation. Brave, Brave has people. Yeah. Um, Is Brave worse than Lost in Translation? I don't know. I haven't seen. Oh, okay. Brave. <laughs> uh, I've seen it. It's actually pretty decent. I don't think I don't think Cars has it, and there's like thirty-seven Cars movies, <laughs> and so there's three. There's three Cars movies, and then there's planes. <laughs> Oh. Which was like a bullshit knockoff of Cars, yeah. which nobody yeah. asked for. It was like, no. you know, oh, Cars, did you like that? And you're like, well, <laughs> kind of. Okay, here's the second one. No, what about Incredibles 2? No, 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 Cars 2. Here you go. Oh, okay, did you like that one? No, that was really bad. Okay, here's another one. Well, what about Finding Nemo 2? No, Cars 3. And they're like, frig. And it's like... What a- did you like that? And we're like, no, that was the worst one yet. Stop giving us Cars movies. And they're like, okay, okay, okay. Planes, here you go. You're like, stop. What is happening? Some Someone who's like the son of like the CEO in some branch of Disney was like that this nep- – so there was some nepotism involved where he's like, I really think – the automobile and plane market has not a, been tapped a, out. Yeah, a, we autonomous. Really, we really need to explore this out. And everyone in their mind is like, no. But they're like, your dad's the boss, so we yeah, kind of 
got a... I've got a brilliant idea for a new Pixar movie, <laughs> Mr. Lasseter. Uh, Mr. Lasseter doesn't work here anymore because he was a sexual predator. Uh, oh, okay. Well, uh, well, uh, can I tell my can I tell my sales pitch to you? Uh, sure, go ahead. Trains. Now look, I've drawn a train and I've put a face on it. My thought is that the trains talk to each other. Sir, that is a picture of Thomas the Tank Engine. No, no. No, this is Timmy the Tank Engine. Like... Uh, um, yeah. So, okay, so that's my guess. Is onward, okay. sure. three Cars movies and yep. one Planes movie would make five Pixar films without Homo sapiens. Okay, so you're, I'll give you another half point because okay. you have the number correct. It is five Pixar films, but the films itself, you don't have them all correct. It's actually just what? one that you have wrong. Apparently, the obviously you got the correct. The three cars trilogy, the three three cars tri- ugh, three cars films, or the three the car trilogy. I'm having really mm-hmm. a lot of problem with that. That's no okay. humans That's, in that. Yep. A Bug's Life has no humans, and Onward has no humans. So those are the five. Bug's Life doesn't have any humans. So Planes yeah. has humans in it? I guess. I haven't, I've never been that desperate at a cottage with no Wi-Fi while it's raining to watch Planes, well, but I will trust I mean, the internet. If you're going to tell me I'm wrong with trivia, <laughs> does <laughs> Pixar Planes... Have humans? Have you're looking it up right now. People. It's not worth the, the words you're typing, son. Planes. Planes. <laughs> um. What'd you find? What'd you find? I found, Google just basically says, "Who? Who the hell cares?" <laughs> Zero results. I don't think it does. I don't think it yeah. does. Uh, the internet source that I used said it did not. I really don't care. <laughs> I want a full point there. Well, okay, half point because I missed Bugs Life. Yeah, so half but a point. I'm, but I'm saying that Planes does sure also belong on that list. So you hey, also it belongs on the list point. of things that suck. So I mean, mm, yeah. Yes. All right, that was exciting. Sweet, uh, fantastic. Let's get into it. Let's okay. do it. So we watched this movie like forever ago. So long ago. Uh, and then I watched it again today. Nice. And I watched it again today because when I saw the film, sure, the, the film the first time, mm. I um, I was like, okay, uh, that was good, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't know, could have been better. Sure, was like you know, I take it or leave it. It was mm-hmm. good. I didn't, I didn't hate it. It wasn't like, it wasn't Cars, um, <laughs> but it wasn't Toy Story three. Right. Right, it wasn't Finding Nemo. It wasn't right. Monsters Inc. It Monsters Inc. You know, Incredibles. I, I, it wasn't Incredibles. Yeah, I, I would put it more on the the um, shelf of like um, Incredibles two mm. or yeah. Coco. In my mind, and, and sure. I mean everyone's everyone's sure. approach to where they rank Pixar films is is going to be different. But to mm-hmm. me, there's like the golden tier and then the silver tier. And then the bronze tier. Mm. Um, yep. And uh, and yeah, and, and to me, it was kind of silver tiered, right? Hmm. Okay. It was, it, this yep. wasn't amazing. This isn't a platinum film, mm-hmm. um, but it's not garbage either. 
No, no, no. Um, and and there are just some genuinely great moments. Sure. Uh, but then everyone on the internet loves this film. Everyone's like, "This is the best." You know, this this is my new favorite film. This is the the best hmm. Pixar film yet. I I cried like a big baby man. I'm <laughs> you know, and uh, or big baby woman, whatever. And um, and I was like, "Well, shit, did I like? Did I miss, did I a, miss a scene? Yeah. Am I forgetting?" You know, was I did was I not, I not put in, in the right did, mood? Yeah, or did I not and put so, in disc two? Like, what? well, yeah. So, so in order to, um, like literally for our movie men fans, for the people who were commenting mm. saying this film is amazing, I was sure. like, I have to go back and rewatch this. <laughs> Um, right. So for that, movie man Bob, you had to do well, it. Well, yeah, I was like, I got to give these people the benefit of the doubt. I, I sure. have to go back and be like, okay, maybe I just wasn't in the right mood. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm going to watch it again and it's going to strike me differently than it did before. Sure. Um, and, uh, and, and, and then that will change my impression. So I've actually watched it a second time. To, like I just finished like an hour ago. Oh, wow. Um, so I, so it's so fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 all that's all I wanted to say about that. <laughs> and what what did you think after the second viewing? And I don't think my opinion changed. I think um, I think maybe I liked it a little bit better the second time, but I mm. still wouldn't. It's by no means my favorite. Sure. Um, and although all film is subjective, I would happily enter into a debate with someone who wanted to claim that it was the best Pixar film. Right. Um, and and I because I, I feel like it's not like, you know, my stance wouldn't be, well, not close, but it's it's actually the second because, um, <laughs> you know, Toy Story 2 beats it out. I, you know, I would say... Uh, I would say that it's it's there, there's quite a few Pixar films that are better than it. I um, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. You know, yeah. so I think I liked it a little bit better, but I don't think the second viewing bumped it out of the silver tier for me. I don't think it made it right something that it wasn't before. Right. 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 I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't watching the film going, oh. <laughs> It's magic. Now right. I like yeah. he, oh he's got no torso. Right. Okay. <laughs> Forgot about that. That's God. Yeah, no. It it just didn't it didn't change it for me. I enjoyed it a little bit more. Sure. Um but it also I think the second viewing really helped to cement the the issues I had with it. Sure. So. Sure. What yeah. um what I was worried about when I was watching it and I've only seen it the one time was I really was concerned it would fall into a similar pattern that some Pixar films fall into. Okay. And what I mean by that is I agree with you. There's like the platinum or the gold level of just very good from beginning to end in every aspect of the film. There's like, you know, I would say monsters Inc. Incredibles. Like there's a few handful but I feel, and this might be unpopular to say, I feel Up is one of those Pixar films that it's so good, it captivates you and it hooks you with such an amazing emotional beginning. And then the middle, not the end, but the middle for me 
is just kind of bland and kind of it's just a lot is, of filler. Is a lot of filler. A now lot we're of we're in a cave and yeah, like, and what? a lot what of actually... like, it's almost like a story and humor that suppo- that appeals to the children. It's like the beginning, there's some the hook for the parents, and then the middle right. filler is for the kids that came along. Yeah, and... I only I only saw up once. Mm, okay, um, and it was I was late to seeing it. Um, so I, so, so I oh. went into it with oh. a lot of hype, sure. right? It had really been built up. It's like, oh, what do you mean you haven't seen up? Mm-hmm. Your, par- your parents didn't love you, huh? <laughs> I... Right. Bet so... you were a formula baby as well. Like, you know, and I was like, whoa, whoa, that's not, you can't, I mm. was. So that's, you... anyways, um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is, this, again, I was like, this is, this is overrated. Right. And if, if Up had been the same emotional intensity or story intensity of say the opening scene throughout, or at least for portions throughout the film, I think it would just resonate different with, differently with me. And I was Mm -hmm. really worried that this was going to happen with, with Onward because you begin with just a lot of fun of like, you know, delving into this kind of mythology of what this world has led, how we've led to this modern day of we've forgotten magic. And specifically on a small scale, you you're with this child who never met his father. And for heaven's sake, like listens to an old phone call on a cassette player of his father's voice, just to pretend to have a conversation with him. Like there's, there's all these gripping things that I'm like, okay, this has some real magic. And then there were some parts where it just kind of started to lull off. And I was really concerned. I'm like, okay, are we following the up the up template here where it's just going to be the the same kind of incredible beginning, boring middle. We kind of fix it a bit at the end, but it's overall just kind of an average piece. And you know what? Which is the same formula. And I, I, this isn't a Pixar movie, mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. the same formula. And I'm asking, I'm wondering to myself right now, sure. which do I like better, this movie, okay, or Wonder Park? Hmm. Yes. Wonder Park was very similar. Strong very. emotional beginning. Yes. In, insanely powerfully emotional ending. But. Um. And then the just kind of some filler. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. wonder if Pixar does that. I wonder if Pixar is like, oh, man, we've got this crazy story arc that is powerful and it says a lot. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's really going to yank on people's heart strings and they and they storyboard it and they get it all together. And they're like, but this is o- it's only 50 minutes. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So what else? can have like let's write in let's write in a side plot for the mother and the restaurant manager right? sure like, yeah you know and and let's add the the wannabe stepdad cop who's not really like right not really a lot of right he, do- he he doesn't his character never has a payoff there's never no, no not a, at all. a good emotional moment where no. You know, he kind of, it, I think it would have been better if he was actually the stepdad and mm. that it was, it was the mother and the stepdad, not the mother and the man, restaurant manager. Right. I didn't, I didn't need the restaurant manager character no. at all. No, 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 no. Aside from like, let's go get the map from her, but then let's leave her behind because there's no reason for her to carry on this, this journey. But I not think, I think it'd be amazing, right? Like with a stepdad, you've got the potential for that moment where the stepdad 
also has this internal struggle where this whole thing mm. is to retrieve, to recover, to reunite with the children's actual father. Right. 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 And so that internal struggle and that kind of like, you know, that moment where, you know, maybe the dad appears and and um, and there's this this, you know, they look to their stepdad and the stepdad, you know, just kind of smiles and like pushes them towards or, or whatever. Right. Just well, kind of. I think ma- there's a lot of ways you could go, like even maybe the f- stepdad, you could have painted him a bit different instead of being kind of a periphery character. He is more present in the in the yeah. story. But maybe maybe you paint him with some feelings of inadequacy, like oh, maybe absolutely. he's supportive and he wants to, you know, embrace their, those children with their father for one last day. But then he's also like, well, but maybe like, maybe I, do I have a place in these boys' lives? You know, mm, like th- right. there's so and many, then, d- you're right. There's And then maybe when actual dad comes back. Yeah. There's a moment of whether it's a line or just a wink or a smile or just right. a, a subtle nod, which yep. is a thank you for taking care of my boys. Yeah, right. Like like right. a a a um thank you thank you for being their father. Just thank just you for a, being here. Just a boiling it down, just like one human being to another, just saying oh thank you for what ta- a, what a layer that would have been. Because yeah. honestly, yeah. Like the only other, you know, you've got two plots. You've got the boys. Yes. Uh, and their growth. Although I have an issue with their plot and we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> sure. Um, and then you've got the mother and the restaurant manager. And that's it. it that's just filler. Oh, yeah. It doesn't. It, it comedic, never. Fur, they they never further the at plot. The pawn shop. And just, yeah. They yeah. never further the plot. No, not particularly. There's no, there's no growth. There's no struggle that they like. They're just playing cat and mouse. Yeah, right. There's no struggle that they overcome. Like no, we don't, we don't really even crisis. see much emotional strife of the mother. Like that's not really depicted in this either. Of like your father's gone. Like maybe we do a bit. I, I haven't seen this in a couple of weeks. Right. But like that, you're right. Like their her role in this is mainly filler. The mother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, what a better like we just rewrote <laughs> onward and I think I made it. That 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 may have pushed it into honestly with yeah, if, if we yeah. had had the stepdad thing. Right. Right. And the and you know the inadequate stepdad going on the journey mm-hmm. as well and and, mm-hmm. and and you know you've kind of got this you've got those lines at the beginning um where you know maybe gosh, maybe yeah. one of the boys maybe one of the boys is like accepting the younger boy I right. can't remember any of their names, but the but the, Ian the, the, and t- Tom something. Holland's character, Tom Holland's yep. character is like you know accepting because he never knew his actual dad. He doesn't know mm. his actual yep. dad, but maybe um, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris, oh Pratt, mm-hmm. maybe Chris yep. Pratt's character who does remember the dad has a couple of of exchanges with the stepfather, um, which is like the well, you're not my dad. Thing. Right. And you're not, you know, right. and oh gosh, that and even, honestly, and even that the way they bumped this up. Yeah. And even the way they paint the stepfather, like it's not even that he's kind of neutral and there was a opportunity cost that was missed out on that. They didn't develop him, which I'm, the more I'm talking about it, the more I'm actually excited about it. Right. But they also kind of went in the opposite. So they didn't just keep him neutral. Like they, they kind of made him an annoying kind of twat, just like 
hey, instead of not even, I'm not really supporting you to find your father's, the gem to reunite you with your father. I'm actually like being problematic to you. I'm chasing you around in my cop car and I'm yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be this. a roadblock in this. Like it, yeah. the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what the heck? All right, listeners, <laughs> we just made Onward better. Mm-hmm. Change our minds. And please change our minds, especially the people that commented that thought it was the cat's pajamas. I, in my notes here, I was going to say, and I still think I believe it a little bit. I, I don't think it followed the exact same template as, is up. I, it got to the, about the bridge scene and onward. And then that kind of where it started, I started being a little bit more invested in, in the story again. And I don't okay. think it had such just a valley of just nothingness, like some, like I'd say up has, but now I'm kind of changing my mind and I'm wondering if my score of this film would change seeing how much just you and I shooting the crap here of what I think would have made the film better. So much better. Yeah. It would have, it may have made it a gold film for me. I think so. And, and it, yeah, I just wonder why, you know, it just seems such an opportunity cost. It, it's not bad what they did, but it could have been so much better. Right. And and I don't feel like the main plot point between the two boys, the main story, mm-hmm. is as strong as I'd like it to be either, only because, um, and I understand why they do it, but mm-hmm. I, I just, I think, I think it, it just felt to the fact that their dad was just a set of legs that they couldn't mm. communicate with their dad. Like, I I get not, all not of the... Not with words. They had, like, some tapping and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And I get... And those well. tapping moments were really great, but the rest sure. of the time, he was kind of just a... He became a prop. <laughs> yeah, and, very much. And I just struggled to... You know, like... At the end, when, when Daddy-O finally does, you know, properly animate, mm-hmm. I was like... I'm not, I just, I don't have the emotional attachment to this that I should. No. Well, now you're just, you know, like I'm attached to your, your, your pelvis and lower. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I don't know where part of me, and I, I do appreciate what they did with this. Obviously the realization of the brothers appreciating for one another and the younger brother realizing that his older brother was a caregiver to him, just not the one he envisioned or maybe even always realized. And it it was heartwarming to a degree. I, it was fine. I think it was okay. I'm okay with it. I, I'm not sure if I would have changed that in particular. I'm not sure if I would have changed the brother's dynamics. I'm not saying it was perfect, but I'm not sure if it bothered me. Hmm. That's fair. Um, Something that I want, maybe it's more rhetorical, maybe there's not much to actually chew on and talk about, but just fundamentally one point of this film I found very intriguing or very emotionally tough to tackle. And this could just be a me thing, but just the concept, and I'm actually being quite serious. I'm not leading up to like something farcical here. How, like if you had one day left in the bank like just whenever you decide if you had one day left to spend with a chosen loved one that is incredibly a heavy subject because 
it's it's one thing to just limit have a limited amount of time with someone but it's another just knowing that it's a day and it's a day of your choosing and once that day is done then that's it right like i honestly when i was thinking about i for some reason i just really thought about that concept when i was watching this film and just personally i would have so much pressure around that and it's just how would i actually choose what day to use it and i'd be always afraid to use it up and I don't know, maybe it says something more about fear of loss or fear of losing loved ones. I'm not sure. But just the concept was, it was maybe I wasn't meant to be so profound and deep in this film, but it, it's just really, um, it really struck hold. It struck me. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, can you tell me if there's another series like this? And I, I, this is a vote in the pro onward section um you know there's a lot of films with magic in them there's a lot of films that have that delve into that area and what i really found interesting about this premise is just that this is a universe that acknowledges that magic did exist and that it's forgotten and that just seems so foreign and unique to me right and and i think of other examples of stories with magic and it's either just a magical world where magic is used on a daily basis or like Harry Potter, where there is a magical world, but it's kept hidden from the rest of the world and not everyone knows about it. And it's kind of a big secret, but it's just such a, I, and I've personally just can't think of another example where magic did exist, but it's just forgotten and it's not part of everyday life. And it's just kind of like those old textbooks in the corner that talk about days gone by that it's just, you know, grandpa talks about from time to time, but we just kind of roll our eyes and don't, don't really care about magic anymore. Right. Um, I can't think of an example off the top of my, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I can think of a couple of examples that give me the same vibe. Mm, okay. But they're not um they're not as uh, yeah, I can I I can think of ones that, that um that give me the same vibe, but sure. not not ones that match the exact definition that right. they do. Yeah. Right. So. That's fair. I'm just curious, and if if someone out there listening has something in mind, then I would be really curious to have you share that with us. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, something that I struggled with with this one, and 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 I don't know. I I don't know. The the animation style of Pixar is mm. becoming more and more. Uh, impressive, right? Like it's 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 the the animation is getting better and better, right? And we saw that in Toy Story Four. Like sure. when you and I went to go see Toy Story Four, which is not a movie I like, mm, but when no. you and I went to go see Toy Story Four, the opening scene with oh. with RV out in the rain, like I leaned yep. over at you and I was like, I'm not <laughs> sure this isn't real. Like it just looked so incredible. Right, right. Um, and 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 this movie, um, 
this movie obviously there's that's not the case sure like it's it's you know it's very fantastical and of very course. it's still very very obviously animated um but the pixar style definitely does seem to be changing a little bit hmm. as their technology evolves right and and other film companies um animated film companies whether it be dreamworks um or Sony Animations or, or something, um, mm-hmm. they uh, they are also improving their animation style. Hmm. And I think that both Pixar's improvements and, and the other people's improvements are kind of moving them into one focal improvement point, if that hmm. makes any sense. And so A little bit. It, looked, it looked too much... Like, if you had put this movie on for me, and sure. said, no, this is a DreamWorks. Like, the, DreamWorks made this? Mm. I would have said, oh, okay. Right, right. Whereas if you put, um, you know, if you were to put Finding Nemo on for me. Right. And say, oh, this is DreamWorks. And I'd go. No way. Really? Yeah. You're sure this isn't Pixar? <laughs> right, right, um, yeah. And so I just wonder if they're, if in this film... Um, some of the, some of the identifiers that, that, you know, the hallmarks of Pixar animation, Mm. I wonder if some of that was just lost Hmm. in the improvement-ness of, you know, these aren't words, Mm. but, um, yeah, I wonder if some of the magic of Pixar for me got lost because there were too many improvements in the quality of the animation. Interesting. I yeah. I don't know. That definitely did not come to mind when I watched this film, but it's not something I was looking for. But right. I'm definitely well, curious. Yeah. yeah that... And I mean, ultimately, it wasn't something I was looking for either. No, no, and no. I think I picked up on it more the second view. Right, right. Um, hmm. But, yeah. You know. Interesting. Hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, ultimately... Um, I, it, it did what it had to do with a Pixar film. It had some emotional aspects, some heartwarming aspects, just the scene with just, again, I'm going to refer to it again, where he's like mimicking or or creating a converse phone conversation with his dad with a cassette player is just heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. And, you know, there was a, a certain montage, I think it was near the end, like my wife actually started tearing up and I looked at her and I was kind of borderline tearing up. And I, you know, it, there were some components in the middle that fell flat. I I don't think it, it did pick up. And like I said, at the bridge scene, it really kind of came back to where I thought, okay, I'm really invested in this story, or at least more than, say, the middle part of Up. And I think it's a it's borderline okay to good and I don't think it's the best Pixar film. Sure. And a lot of people seem to be loving it and I definitely think it was worth a view. Well, and and not to mention this is the Pixar film that that everyone almost forgot about. Because they right. they announced this Pixar film and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, a new Pixar film." Sure. Um which like I look forward to Pixar. Yep. But I'm I'm not one of those Pixar evangelists. I'm not mm-hmm. the guy in the street going, <laughs> Pixar can do it all wrong. Right, like, right. Because it's not true. Right. 
And just because, you know, Pixar does have a great track record. Sure. Pixar, for the most part, makes great movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing can be said about the MCU. The MCU, Marvel Studios, makes really great movies. But then Thor 2 happened, right? <laughs> and so, like, you know, so it's, it's, I don't know. So, but this, it, this was announced. Everyone was like, yeah, man, that's awesome. And then before this came out, they announced and started showing trailers for Soul. And mm. then everyone was like, oh, Soul. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And right. just like threw onward to the wayside. <laughs> um, and and immediately we're looking past onward mm-hmm. with excitement for Soul. Right. And I don't know if it's just me. I watched the trailer for Soul a couple of times. Sure. And I seem to be the only one who thinks this. But I'm like, like. I, it just feels, you know, this is like, wow, this is unlike anything that Pixar or anyone else has ever done before. And I'm like, yeah, except for it's like 50% the DNA of Inside Out. <laughs> right. And right. then they like, like, what? How am I not? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. And there's, there's definitely a twist. Sure. Like, you know, it's, it's going to deal with death. Yes. In, in, it's going to depict death mm-hmm. in, a Pixar film, which is a big thing, yep. but like I'm like aside from that, this this kind of this is very similar to been, Inside Out. Yeah, been been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I wasn't particularly looking forward to Onward, sure. But I saw that it was on Disney Plus, and I was like, okay, sure, absolutely, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Um, and I'm in the same boat. You know, I don't know that I'm going to rush out to the theater to see Soul. Mm-hmm. Um. Unless we decide to, you know, do a hot in the theaters episode on it, um, <laughs> which we very me- we could, very well may, depending but, on what the world is like. Um, but I'm not, um, you know, I'm just not crazy about it. Yeah, I'm I'm not crazy about Pixar. You know, yeah. like I, I and and I mean it all depends. Like when they were like. Um, when they were like, hey, we're giving you Toy Story 4, I'm like, I don't need Toy Story 4, but it's but, uh, Toy Story, so we'll I'm going to be there. Yeah, we've got the um, tickets. You know, if tomorrow they were like, hey, we're going to do Monsters, Inc. 2, a proper one <laughs> where Boo, well, that has Boo in it, we're not going to show you them pimply in, high, in right. friggin' college because right. nobody gives a shit. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> I get. Tell me how you, you really know, feel. There's there's the golden there's two in my opinion there's too many Pixar films that are golden age Pixar films sure that have silver sequels right right so I will say I want um, I want to touch on this before we just wrap it up and unless there's more we want to talk sure. about I would buy a ticket on that bus and sit with you just as far as not being super excited about Soul. And uh, watching the trailer for it, I'm just kind of like, eh. And, but on the other hand, I felt the exact same about Onward when I watched the trailers for it. And I never was really into it. And obviously it didn't blow me to the moon, but it was worthy of a view. So I'm sure Soul will be worthy of a view, but I'm not going to circle my calendar and schedule a date to see it. When it happens, if it happens, it'll happen. I will say I enjoyed Onward more than I thought I would from the trailer. I, I completely agree. Yep. I didn't think the trailer looked bad. I just thought it was so-so. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Right. I would agree. So, yeah. and uh, even though I think Onward could have been better, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely better than than the vibe I was getting from 
from the I don't think I would have been disappointed had I seen Onward in the theater. Right. Right. But having seen it on Disney Plus, I'm not disappointed that I missed it in the theater. You know, I would agree with that completely. So, yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? I gave it a 7.2. This is before you and I really kind of rewrote where we thought it could have gone better. So I'm not sure. I maybe would give it a bit lower uh, right. if I scaled it again today. But I gave it a 7.2. I think I would have been okay seeing it in theaters. Anything from a 7 or above ranks the highest ranking that it can get, which is paying money to see it in the theaters. And if I had paid money to see Onward in the theaters, I would have been okay with that. Right. Uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. How about you? I what, what I gave you? I gave it a six point nine. Okay, yeah, so it's very close. So very close. Very close. Um, but I give the like the mental image that I have right now of the rewrite with the stepdad. I give that like an eight. Oh, I would give that an eight if it was done I, like we said and I it was it done properly. Man, yes, it would have just brought it up so much more. It would have fleshed it out and just made it more rich. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm actually huh. like really, I want to start a GoFundMe page to redo this film. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Hey. Man. We got it. Um, but yeah, 6.9. Cool. That's kind of yeah. where I where I leave that. Uh, the hell did you watch this week, dude? So this week was a little weird. Um, I watched some film. Um, I Good. did... <laughs> I did not watch your recommendation of Doolittle. It's going to have to be wow. bumped till next That's week. Okay. Just with the way we're recording it, it was my week kind of snuck up on me a little bit, plus with the live stream. Sure. So I figured I'm going to yep. give it some time versus just, you know, washing it, watching it while I'm brushing my teeth kind of thing. So I will yeah, postpone sure. it, watch it next week, and I'll tell you what I think in addition to whatever recommendation you give me today. What I, yeah, I did watch, struggle. I did watch some other films. I, again, this is the second week in a row that I don't really have a clear recommendation for you. So I'm probably just going to list some films that I watched. You can pick and choose if you want to watch one of them. And if not, sure, that's, that's totally fine. So, oh, well, I mean, I'll definitely, I, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll definitely watch one of them. I will okay. pick one and watch okay. it. I think I know which one you'd watch of these three, but I, right. so I did finish A River Runs Through It. I finished like the last quarter of it. I, it just, nice. it. Yeah, it's just very slow. It's hard to get into. There was like maybe one monologue or one montage at the end, montage at the end that it was like, wow, okay, that was maybe really profound, but it wasn't worth two hours of just waiting for something to happen and literally nothing happened. And then when something happened, it was like, wow, that really wasn't how I expected it. And it was definitely not my top Brad Pitt, Gordon Levitt Jr. film. But interesting, very, very dry. Um, I watched, I think you'll be pleased with this. I watched the first Bad Boys. Nice. I'd never seen it before. So that's a movie that um, Carl and I watched the first two together. Nice. Um, And haven't, I haven't seen the third one yet. I don't know if Carl has. Carl, if you're listening (laughs) and you watched it without me, you son of a gun. (laughs) Um, And I say son of a gun because I know your mom. And I don't want to, that's not, right. I'm scared of your mom. She's a nice and lady. And so yeah. she's a very nice lady. Yeah. Unless you piss her off. And then she's still nice, but she's nice. Dangerous. With a fist. Yeah. In your face. Um, 
anyways, when we watched it, we were like, at the time of watching it, mm-hmm. we were like, oh my God, this is us. <laughs> this is us. Who was, we who? Could, we like who was Will Smith? Who was Will Smith? I was Will Smith. Okay. I was Will okay. Smith and he was Martin Lawrence huh? to the T. Okay. Just okay. where we were in our lives and our personalities and the type of people we were. Right. It was like, it was like, you know, I mean, neither Carl or I were black at the time. At the, um, at the time. That's the at clear the time. distinction. And neither of us were cops. But, um, but that, that is when you were driving your Porsche around, I think. That it is, yeah. yeah okay. Before the accident, so um, <laughs> yeah. So any, anyways, that was that's that movie for Carl Eastman and I is uh, it's near and dear. Cool, cool. I you know it's it's exactly what I was expecting from a 1990s Michael Bay action film, and I think if you go into it expecting something else, you'll be disappointed. But if you just want like a fun 90s kind of fast tempo action film it is what it is and i enjoyed watching it and number two and three are on my docket at some point nice my final film that i watched this week that i honestly am just trying to unpack now i'm watching it with a couple friends remotely friends of the show uh marshall and jesse it's a netflix film called horse girl and I honestly don't okay. really know what I think of it. It was it. it I'm pic- I'm picturing that you guys set out to what you were like. Oh man, let's get a group <laughs> together and watch BoJack Horseman. But someone like <laughs> what loaded up the wrong thing. What's BoJack Horseman? Oh, watch it. Watch an episode of BoJack Horseman tonight. I'm so curious. Netflix. Okay, I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah, do it. Um, this film, I honestly, it's made me uncomfortable and I also just don't really understand completely every facet of what I watched. It, it honestly reminded me of Shutter Island mixed with Joker. All right. Just, that's, just, I mean, that's what I'm watching then. Just kind of like a mind F film, but also just, I felt uncomfortable just because, there were just certain elements of Joker that were too real and it just made it uncomfortable for me personally. And the same thing was with horse girl. So it's, it's rated our film. If you or anyone is watching it, just bear in mind, there is some graphic nudity, some sexual content. So it's not like you're going to watch this with your kids on Saturday afternoon, but I'm not even sure I need some more time to think about it if I like it or not, but, um, it's what I watched. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it. Cool. That is um, it. What did, I watched, what did you watch? I watched a Prince documentary that you recommended to me. Right. It um, was pretty long. It's It was about seven minutes longer than I would have liked it to oh. it, uh, it was eight minutes. It was interesting. Yeah. I, you know, I never, I'm not, I'm not a Prince fan. Sure. Um, and for the record, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I like some of his songs, but I'm not, like, a, a super yeah, fan. Yeah, I I don't know that I could name a Prince song. Like I think what is is, mm. is Purple Haze one of his? Purple Purple Rain. Purple Rain, okay. Mm-hmm. Purple Haze is someone else. Anyway, <laughs> I Purple don't know Rain. What Purple Haze is. <laughs> it's a, there's a I'll figure it out. Okay. Um Purple Rain, okay. And I and I know that I know the title of that song, but I couldn't like if someone started playing it right now, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know that that's what song that was. Right. Um right. so I've never been a Prince fan. Sure. Um, 
but I didn't find I didn't find those eight minutes any less interesting. Right. As a result of it, right. I just I, it was it was just fun. Yeah. Right. It it it's kind of too short to to really you know be able to unpack and and give a for sure an in depth analysis for of. sure. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a, you know for for eight minutes yeah. it was. You know, and and just for yeah. those who who didn't watch it or I, we didn't really share the link at all, just it just covers everybody other than us. Yeah, it just covers the Super Bowl where Prince play, played the Super Bowl halftime show, but it really, from a production point of view, like it was pouring rain and there were just some issues that really could have kind of snaggled his performance. But it's just it's really a testament to just someone who's really good at one craft, and yeah. when something bad happens instead of just kind of folding up camp and being like, well, there's always next year's performance. Like you embrace it. You go with it. And, and you, you not only you go with it, but you, you use it. You use it, whether yeah. it's physically using the rain to just enhance his performance or you just use it to fuel yourself to, to share it. And there's something inspiring to artists, whatever field you're in, you know, like harnessing your craft and just letting it just totally just be shared with the masses or with one person. It doesn't matter the volume of people. But just if you're good at something and that's your gift, using your tools in circumstances that aren't ideal to share something. And it, that that's what's what that was what it interested me. If you're good at something, never do it for free. <laughs> that's not exactly it, but that's not far off. Oh, um, you're, okay. Will, There's, uh, just for the record, I Google it. You're right. I didn't know this was a song or I'm not familiar with it, but Jimi Hendrix has a Purple Haze song. There we go. Yep. See, I knew there was a, okay. Yeah. Um, I will, uh, I'm also not a Jimi Hendrix fan. Neither am I. I will, um, I will post the link for that documentary in the show notes. Ooh, yes. Um, Good call. And so anyone who's curious can check that out. Yeah, thank you. The other thing I watched and is my recommendation Ooh, to you. Okay. Um, is a 1990s film because oh, I so pumped. You know, I am so pumped because I because because I know I know you're the you know yeah I just I know you yes that's the, that's the fit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a action film from the 1990s. Okay. Um, it's actually a natural disaster film hmm. from the 1990s. <gasps> is it? I've got an idea. Okay, guess. Because your guess is going to be wrong. Is it Emily's um, Dirty no. Secret? No. Twister? No. Yeah. What was... Is it... No. What's... No, it's not a dirty secret, but like it's a movie that you don't want people... Guilty Pleasure. Guilty Pleasure. That's it. Yeah. Dirty Secret uh, is yeah. something else. Dirty Secret is an all-American reject song. <laughs> um, uh, it's a... Yeah, so it's a, it's a 1997 film. Huh. With... Um. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones in it. Tommy Lee Jones, natural disaster, and Don Cheadle. No idea who that is. He uh, War Machine, the second mm. War Machine. Okay, N- not Terrence Howard, but sure. the, you know, Tony Stark's friend. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think if anyone else is in it who you would know. Maybe not. Hmm. Anyways, the film is called Volcano. Oh, Doctor. Have you seen it? I think I, like, in public school one time, like, with some friends, I think we rented it. But I, like, I, other than Tommy Lee Jones complaining, which he does in a lot of films, I don't remember anything about it. 
Right. Just, you know, like um, kind of yelling at kids for whatever they're doing. Right. It's it's pretty good. Oh, And okay. for a 1997 film, um, for the most part, the effects really hold up. Okay. I'm curious. The effects are, are impressive. It's well done. I'm, I'm a little concerned that okay. I don't know what you're tapping into because you are literally finding all these films that I watched once kind of a long time ago, whether it was my childhood or teenage years, that I've been wanting to rewatch. So like it was Secret Window before, now it's Volcano. And I'm just kind of a little concerned how on the ball you are with this is it's concerning. I feel like that's a discussion for in private. Okay. We'll, okay. Uh, we'll talk about my <laughs> my methods. Yes. Cool. Um, I will totally. Yeah. Check so it I want out. you to watch it, sure. and I want you to answer a question next week. I'll try. Um, I'll try. And the question is basically because it, the thing I get when I'm watching it mm. is just, um, like, what the hell would like, what the hell do you do hmm. in a situation like that? What the hell do you do? Hmm. That's that's the question. Okay. So put that in your back pocket. <laughs> Save Sit it. Sit on it. Contemplate it. Put it put it in your wallet so that when you take your wallet out, it's got a little <laughs> movie men question ring in the leather on your wallet. Right. And that's, you know, you can like show off in front of your friends. And like, Look, I, man, when yeah, I'm like, I've got a movie men question in my wallet. Like, when it I'm, probably doesn't yeah, work. I'm paying it's probably a, got a hole in it. I'm paying a clerk for like my, my groceries and like the question falls up. Like, oh, yeah, that's. My movie yeah. man question right there, but you don't have one. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. How many how many yeah. questions does Brady send you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then you'll be asked never to return. Um, yeah. Well, and that's when the restraint order comes in. The restraining order. Yeah. yeah. It's. Anyways, thank you yeah. so much for listening. Unless you didn't, in which case you haven't heard my thank you anyway. So that's doesn't matter. Sort of irrelevant. Do you have a shout out? Um, I'll probably just give one to Carl because we did it anyway. We talked about him. Uh, he didn't send me Mexican food, and apparently he likes onwards. So Carl, if you're yeah. still listening, Atta boy. Yeah. Yeah, my shout out is for Gemma who rocked the shism. She did out of uh, out of our live stream the other night. She really did. Um, I liked. Yeah, she had a, she she seemed to have a blast. She was there like the whole time. She, I had and a blast interacting with her. She's got a husband and a child, which okay, I, like the only assumption I can make is that she was just ignored them for five hours. Good. She was just like they were probably like crying at the door. Please feed us. Not, and she's like, no, that's not her problem. No, not tonight. No. There is a live stream, and I am good tuned in. I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick housekeeping, obligatory. I have to say it. If you haven't already, check out the links below. Like, follow, subscribe on all our platforms. You'll see the links. It's like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also check out our Patreon page if you want to support the show. Uh, all the money goes into help covering the costs, keeping the lights on. Everything goes towards the show, helps build and grow the show. For those that do support us, thank you so much. And actually, I've got two more shoutouts. Okay. Two. Okay. Two, and it okay. they're, they're, it's it's because it's going to be the first episode of the month, and there are oh, two okay. people that are really dear to me, and they're the people that Santa Claus and Meg Ryan. No, well, Meg, mm, maybe, okay. maybe yeah, no. Um, I'm starting to look like like with this whole 
pandemic and now like, I'm starting to have Meg Ryan's hair. <laughs> Maybe Tom Hanks will like meet you on the Empire State Building. I, that would, like what a story. You know who I would want to meet? I met Tom Hanks on the Empire State Building I, and people would be like, holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> what a great story. You know who I do want to meet on the Empire State Building is friends of the show, Nate Grumman and Daphne Kirkpatrick. Not only because I think it would just be a cool time, but they are tier four supporters for us on Patreon and it's time for their monthly shout out. So thank you to you two, the two that just storm the beaches that is, you know, you're on the front lines of the movie, man. That's not, I would not want to meet them there. Not at the Empire State Building or the front lines? No, no. Why not? At the Empire State Building. Well, Why? because I feel like if you, you're in New York, sure. you've got an itinerary, you've got shit to do. You've no. got places, to, like you're there and then no. you're moving on and then you're like, you know, you like you got to go see the 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 you know you have to see Sorry, you, how all the the fun the stuff. Elmos oh and no, the Buzz Lightyear's we have to go do Times Square we have, have to go turned do fun into fun stuff and eat nice food. Oh no, that's yeah, the worst. yeah, but but, but no. right, but but then you couldn't. But I'd rather meet them somewhere where it wasn't like mm. oh, th- it's really great to see you, but I'm actually we're we're we gotta go. We're True. leaving. So yeah, it, like, okay. it was crazy bumping into you here. But it's it's uh, after nine o'clock now, and it's gotten right. dark, and all the Elmos and Buzz Lightyears in oh, Times Square true. have turned into half naked people. We, so we have to go. What? Like, so have you never been to Times Square? Not the naked. I I guess true because I said meet them, meet up with them. It's not like we were on a vacation with them. Like I wouldn't want to meet up with them. That's true because we, we'd have different itineraries. I see what you're so, saying. So so interesting piece of information. Yeah. I was in New York City. Yeah. With for Daphne. A conference with, no with nate um no what with the... emily mater and a, a group of others hmm but interesting um, the story is we not going new, where i thought we, it would we, we were in new york city for a conference mm-hmm. um which means we were spending mo- like were most you, of the time that were, we're you in... running the conference do you do you want to know the story <laughs> continue are you continue are you even remotely interested i am i am i am we spent most of our time in radio city music hall cool um which is gorgeous mm. uh and we, so anyways, we walked through Times Square to get to Radio City Music Hall, and it was in the afternoon. And there's, like, you know, people walking, like, different mascots, like people in Buzz Lightyear costumes and Elmo costumes. And, uh, hmm. I mean, this was a number of years ago, but now there's probably, like, Elsa and stuff like that. Oh, right? for you sure. Can, and you, you, you pay, like, 15 bucks, and they'll take your, a picture with you and, hmm. and whatever. Cool. Um, but then when we, like... And we're, we went to the conference, and when we came back out of the conference, it was nighttime. So as we were walking back through Times Square, all of the Elmos and the whatever else's were gone. <laughs> and now the people that you could pay to have your picture taken with were, like, women with just thongs and body paint. And, like... What? Um, and then there was a cowboy, the naked cowboy what? who like wanders around Times Square and he's just in cowboy boots and underwear, but he's got like a guitar and he'll like sing oh, to you. But, but yeah. the underwear is all like sequin, like it's all bedazzled and has like sequins, like blue shiny sequins right. on it. Times Square, ladies and gentlemen, check it out. Well, yeah, I guess. Elmo. Yeah. I saw, I saw the real Elmo. Huh. When we were in, yeah, can and I, Big Bird can in, I just, in Central Park. Can I just say, I don't know if I want to go to Times Square anymore. Why? Times Square is great, man. I don't know. Like, if there's like a weird, strange cowboy walking around. No, he's super nice. 
He's been there for like he's been doing it for like twenty years. I don't Everyone care. knows him. Han- if Hannibal Lecter's been doing something for twenty years, doesn't mean I want to. Why is he weird? Why is he weird? Uh, he's a cowboy in New York. Yeah. Sure. I look up the history of the United States, man. At at some point, and the like, eighteen hundreds, there were dudes with mustaches and stuff. I guess you know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Of the two, I think I like Piccadilly Circus. It's that's my. It's. I don't know what that is. It's like the uh, London, England equivalent of Times Square. Uh, okay. It's it's so, pretty cool. So everyone drinks tea and the toilets flush the wrong way. Uh, pretty much. Do you know actually nowhere in the world does that happen? Mm, I don't. That's I this don't. is the thing. Toilets don't flush the other way. I to be honest, don't know. So, anyways, cool. Daphne and Nathan. Thank you. You guys are the schism. Yes. The the the, the word the is important there. You are the schism. You're not schism. Hmm. You're the schism. Yes, I agree. Right, because otherwise it's an insult. It's a big difference, and we're not insulting yeah. them. Anyways, until next week. Bye bye.